What's good, people who live in the world and not of the world? How we doing today? Positive vibes from this side of the earth as, as always. always. Y'all know we back with another one. It is no nut no vember, and I've already failed. No. <laughs> shit, I, I don't mind failing. Shit, I ain't trying to do no <laughs> retaining of the nut. You know what that equals that equals some. Big ass testosterone ego right there. That's called testosterone ego. Like, hey people, y'all be careful. A lot of men gonna be angry this November. You say the littlest shit. That's cause they hold it back. Fuck up. (laughs) Shit, you can say Scott Blue, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Shit. The ground is the ground is very got a lot lot of damn potholes. Shut the fuck up and walk. What the fuck, nigga? I'm about to break a leg. Break that fucking leg and walk. What? That'll make us shut the fuck up and quit correcting me, nigga. <laughs> God damn. That's that testosterone syndrome right there. Too much. Not saved. That's what it is. I mean, well, I'm, they said it's a good thing because uh, mm-hmm. it's spiritual energy. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it's not an easy thing to do. No, no, see, that's what y'all, that's why we say, women, y'all got it easy compared to us, man, goddammit, right there. Shit, we get mad at everything, yeah, shit. Yeah. That nut is saved, oh, Lord. Best to believe drama's gonna increase. The slightest shit someone do wrong. So that's why, hey, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta re- relieve the bowels <laughs> periodically. <laughs> She was like, it's like a backed up machine right there. It's going to give you all sorts of fucked up sounds when you relieve this smoke food. Ghost food. Um, I was, I don't know if you uh, watch Sadi Guru. Sadi Guru. Sadi Guru on uh, YouTube. He's an Indian guru. And uh, one of the guys, the guy was super bold because he asked him about masturbating. Damn, just straight to it. <laughs> like, but uh, he asked, basically asked him, like, is masturbating bad? And um, he was like, um, he said it's not bad, but I think he said the when you focus on it, the access of it, like, when mm. you do way too much of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Be that beat your meat every day yeah, type of yeah. person. Nigga, you just beating. Just wake up, just unconsciously beating. Shit. And <laughs> yeah, don't get to that stage, people. Man's shit. It's already in your pants. Uh huh. I know that. Goddamn. That's the worst stage ever where your mind just do shit for you. <laughs> you think it's really your fucking dreams. You like, wake up. Holy shit. That shit was real, but it was real <laughs> on me. <laughs> it was all on me. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Oh, goddamn. I ain't want no dream like that ever again. Goddamn. You can just imagine the optics. And you around, like, let's say you around company. And you fell asleep just doing that. That shit's embarrassing when you wake up. you like, yo, I wish I just, shit, I'll sing my vision. Don't wake me up till <laughs> it's all over. <laughs> Fuck that. No. Send me back to sleep because that's embarrassing. Yeah, but, but uh... That's crazy though. Yeah, man. We in, and it's crazy how we already in November. Man. It's so soon. So soon. Yeah, it's like this year was long, but it was short. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it was long as in like 
it's taking forever to get over what we getting through, what we going through. Mm-hmm. But it's short as in like you know everything's quick. But you can honestly remember what's what happened all throughout this year. Oh yeah, every month some new fucking yeah. happened. Shit, like last month that's when we finally got the word from Mister Tory on his. Mr. Lane. Mr. Lane's on his end of the bargain. Dude finally came out and said what he said in a long ass statement though. I like, nigga, that was a fucking long ass statement. Just get to a simple point. <laughs> I was like, yo, he I mean, I understand he's trying to break it down. He he was describing like he was like it doesn't make no sense. Like how is that you didn't savor any tendons and such like that? All the things I'd be right at your foot and a gunshot came along and did that, and then you hop right back in the car with the motherfucker who shot you. I was like, that's the part that didn't make no sense to me and to begin said with. There was no exit wound, too. So. Yeah, so it's like, what? Yeah. You, like, goddamn, you know how much of an anomaly that is? And if anything, that, like, when he said it was uh, glass, I was like, that. yeah, I could see that. Because yeah. either glass or the bullet grazed you. Mm-hmm. It didn't. Um, you didn't get actually shot in the foot. The bullet grazed you. But then supposedly, I guess she said even that she went to surgery. Like, like, and they removed stuff. I'm like, what they remove if the bullet didn't penetrate you? Girl, that's... Yeah, like, what? in the, the picture of the, her foot. And I thought it was... They said... I thought it was, like, two... Both of her feet. Yeah. But, um... Was, I don't know. That, that was, was a whole... Weird ass scenario. Then she's saying, and then that's when she went on her hour saying, Black woman unprotected in that scenario. I was like, Look, how are you gonna claim being unprotected? And you hop in the car with the nigga that shot at you, supposedly, allegedly, in this scenario, allegedly shot at you. Like, who does that shit? You gotta be a dumbass motherfucker. Uh, like, you know, people like, gonna get mad when to... I say this. A low ass dog. That's what you know. How you see them dogs. They the owner beat the dog shit out them dogs, and then they still come back to the owner obedient. Like motherfucker, are are your morals that damn low to where it's like equivalent to a dog? Motherfucker, allegedly shot your leg, shot your foot, and you hop right back in the car. <laughs> With the motherfucker, you mega stallion. Any nigga would give you a ride home if you coming from a party. The fuck are you talking about hopping in with that? Then um, the fact that she said, too, that uh, she was trying to protect him. And I mean, you know, by not saying anything, but then you throw, put him on blast. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Then the whole thing about uh, like people choosing sides like celebrities and stuff like that see that's where like i feel like everybody in the world has you know the issue of getting too locked in other people's shit especially Mm -hmm. like normal people you know uh, average people like us Mm -hmm. um we shouldn't be getting wrapped into you know i believe tori i believe Mm -hmm. uh you know, um, you stay Switzerland till you know the facts come out. That's right. Yeah, and I mean, cause now, you know, and for the celebrities, you you so quick to tarnish a relationship because 
you want to show your loyalty over here. Uh-huh. Or maybe because she's a female and you feel like, you know, you want to be empower female. So you, I stand by Megan. I stand by six feet or six, three, whatever, however tall she mm. is, Megan. <laughs> that's, um, a, that's a damn horse right there. God damn. <laughs> but it's like, you know, you... You just you gotta wait. Like if you know them both, just stay in the middle. Like I'm not in that situation. Yeah. So I don't have to necessarily, you know, yeah, whatever happened between y'all was fucked up, but that's between y'all. Y'all mm-hmm. both my people. I fucks with both of y'all. And I don't people can't do that nowadays. They feel like, oh I gotta pick a side. Uh, uh, uh. I'm it, like, you don't even know completely what happened. That nigga hasn't even said nothing yet. And you was already... Already picky and choosing yeah. which side you join. Exactly. That's the goddamn problem. I'm seeing too many of that that I pick a side. No, pick the truth. The side is truth. You stand by that side always. Don't stand by that 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 shit. Like, well, I would say that if the, something smells a little bit funky, mm-hmm. don't, don't stand by that shit. Come on now, you stand by trash cans? I don't think none of us do. We don't like the smell of trash cans. That oh, shit is nah. funky and motherfucker. We go next side. Stand by a homeless motherfucker who smell like piss? Hell no. Nah. You trying to get the fuck away. You like, yo, brother, I'm trying to get on this bus real quick. This nigga stank. I got to go. And man, so why I stand by believes? That's the problem, I think, with society today. It's too much going by, oh, believe this, believe this. I'm like, do people understand what is believing? Believing is just a blind thing when you believe in something. You have no surety. That's why it's a belief. You don't know if it's true or nothing versus knowing and standing by the truth. There's solid ground on that. Mm-hmm. There's like, okay. you Knowing is by going off of experience, the ending results from those experiences, and then assessing it from that right there are the facts being presented towards you. Believing, that's just an opinion right there. That's like, yo, I just put trust in someone's opinion. Nah, I don't know about any of us, but shit. Not all the time. I don't know about but I don't think we go by always believing. Shit, we, we try to at least know the facts. Get, at least get down to it. Yeah, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna judge you till you know the time of judgment. You any innocent until proven guilty, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I just don't like that. That's to me. That's division. And um, yeah, I understand what you're trying to do. Show support mm-hmm. towards a, a a woman, not only a woman but a black female. You know, a black mm-hmm. woman. So. I understand why people just I'm gonna believe Megan. Like, okay, it's it's for the culture, you know. Mm-hmm. I understand why you doing it, but at the same at the same, you know, extent like you it's now it's a black woman over a black man. Yeah, it's getting to see now the yeah, divide. Exactly. Now we we playing division. Mm-hmm. Doing division and man. that's that's never good. That's why um People are like, oh, you can't always be Switzerland, but yeah, you can be Switzerland till the situation yeah. presents itself. That's what it is. Of course, you're not always going to yeah. be Switzerland. No, you're being Switzerland until exactly. the facts and the evidence. Then you go by that. 
Come on now, that's like every uh, court hearing. You don't mean they like they say innocent till proven guilty. They don't say guilty until proven innocent. Why? Cause shit, you ain't gonna be objective. You gonna be like that nigga guilty. Why the fuck I need to exactly. see him prove innocent? <laughs> that's why I tell you the other way around. See him as a good person until other is all laid out, facts and evidence laid out, and proves him otherwise. Then go by that judgment. Yeah, exactly, man. Um, it's just crazy. Uh, and people, that's how people are built nowadays. Uh-huh. It's just, you believe it? Yeah, I mean. And like, what what stirred this pot? The, the believing based on the gender scenario, like women. Um, like, what, what stirred that? I'd say the feminist movement. But, um, I, like, I, I don't know. Um, I understand, you know, if you feel the lack of support for women, but, um, don't make it an attack Mm -hmm. on men. Um, it's that, I feel like that's the unnecessary part, like, that I have with feminists. Mm -hmm. You know, I I disagree because now I I almost feel like it's an, they're attacking men, Uh you know, um, yes, they have their agenda of, you know, um. Women this, women power, girl power, stuff like that. That's cool. I enjoy that. But when you um, you start to speak negatively on the 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 males, and it's not every male. I know there's some males out there that are really just just dogs and assholes. Uh-huh. But um, you know, uh, I say like stay within your agenda. Like, stop, you know, if you here to empower women, empower women. Yeah. Don't um, degrade men to empower women. Yeah, and that's not empowering if you got to belittle something. Exactly. Like, come on now. Like, if you, if you have to destroy something in order to make something look good, that's not empowerment. That's just removing one thing. Mm-hmm. Like this, uh, destroy the patriarchy. Okay, you're just re- from what? people how they describe it when they don't know about that is you said okay there's a lot of things wrong with the patriarchy is ran by man and all that so you what you're saying is get rid of it that's what you're saying that's what Muslim are even saying we need to get rid of it so when you get rid of it you're just replacing it with just women empowerment only women empower to these positions then because that's what happens when you get rid of something something gotta go and replace it what is it People supposedly say, hey, oh, just a, a fair and balanced system. Is it really going to be fair and balanced? Or are we just replacing it with something else? That's just another, t- basically a a tyrant type of scenario. Mm-hmm. You're just replacing one thing that you've seen as a bad king from one for another. You're not actually solving the damn issue. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a good point you bring up because... You know, um, because um, the thing is, you know, they, you want to put more, you know, their goals. I don't know necessarily their goal, but just uh, speaking, you know, their goal is to put more women in more positions of power. Um, but like you said, is it? It's that doesn't mean their their goal is to create a balance. Yeah. You know, okay, uh, they can say, okay, the men are not creating a balance. Okay, so um, 
what are what are y'all gonna do? Like y'all mm-hmm. gonna just get in there, put more women in there, or y'all gonna balance it out? Yeah, and that's the that's the interesting thing because because like you said, that just that just basically moves the problem over here. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fix it. It just relocates the problem. Yep, and that's a big issue, especially I'll say in scenarios like example comic books. Like when you see in Marvel now, and it is very shockingly to me disturbing when you see that they took the most powerful male hero that was supposed to be in Marvel, who was OG-nized in Marvel, is Ragnarok Thor, and dumb the nigga down to where, so that way they can give, at first, uh, what you call, Captain Marvel, who they changed into a female instead of a Used to be a male character in the, ro- the old-fashioned ones. Now, female character. The most powerful. Hero. Now, they're replacing her because they, they're like, uh, eh, we ain't going to get... Nah, let's go with some other female character. Now, Scarlet Witch. Like, to me, that was the alarming point right there when it came to comic books. Because you're just replacing a symbol of... Because you just want to cater to a female audience base, which mostly are comic books or male predominantly audience base, but supposedly in this new uh political correctness era, I guess uh is to grab into a female female audience mm-hmm. which is very alarming to me in the sense of like okay, so you have to once again dumb down a character as we've seen in the MCU universe of movies. Thor all of a sudden had to be dumbed down. What's the best way to dumb down Ragnarok Thor? Make the nigga go on a depression spree and get fat. Now he's with Guardians of the Galaxy. God damn, I was looking at that. I'm like, damn. And you took away Asgard to sold out his full potential. Won't even surface too as well because that's the key to Ragnarok Thor is Asgard. Once he had that, that nigga like Woo! And then Planet Hawk, who was who was supposed to be OP once he hit that planet. Y'all made that nigga go into Hawk Bruce, full Bruce Banner as Hawk. Dumb that nigga down. I was like, yo, that nigga over here struggling lifting shit. I was looking like, yo. Hawk's like, oh shit, my back. Give me some when since I heard Hawk ever complain about his fucking back? That is a green, big-ass bodybuilding machine. My back. Hell, we here growing a, a fucking beard. A stubble white hair. I'm like, yo, this nigga look like an old alcoholic bodybuilder right here. <laughs> like, the nigga's just mad that he lost the competition or something and went to depression. Like, he don't even get mad no more. Right? A he nigga get logical. <laughs> he get logical. Like, what the fuck you did to Hulk? Like, you took the powerfulest characters that was supposed to be at the up peak and dumb them down so you can make opportunity for women characters? And the, what I, the reason for those who don't understand why I feel that is disgraceful is because what you're saying to females when you do this shit is that 
These characters are so strong that we have to make them weak for you to look strong. Instead of creating mm -hmm. another character out the blue for Marvel. And that's why I'm having a problem with these even new writers. These new writers are lazy these days in comic books. They just want to take old characters, established characters, and transform them into whatever gender they want. Instead of create new characters along the way. Like, I guess uh, Falcon slash Captain America. I think that's what he's going with. Or mm -hmm. he just full on. But now that's original thinking right there in that aspect. I could, understand, I could, I could mess with that right there. Uh, the hybrid. Captain America and Falcon. Okay, I get that. But now that I'm hearing they didn't want to replace characters like uh, Doctor Strange. Because they want to black character to pull so they want to take Doctor Strange and make him black I'm like yo we got some in Marvel that, you ever heard of Doctor Voodoo like my boy Voodoo bring him in what's happening these writers like why is it that they're just taking big known characters and trying to switch them into whatever the fuck they want or either dumb them down to make something look good uh, what's your intake on that? Um, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I just feel like it's easier to establish a new character than to try to change up a, a character that's already mm -hmm. been established. You know. Um, yeah, I just I just don't see the the need for it because I mean we fell in love with the characters. We grew know, up with uh, them exactly, <laughs> and. Uh, they definitely gave more shine to like the African American characters, like you know Miles and mm -hmm. Black Panther, and you know they're starting to do other characters like Black Lightning from uh, DC, yeah, Static Shock. They starting to um, try to give you know more light to them, but um, yeah, just be creative, create something new. It's it's cool, like to change something you. You pissing off people that's been comic book fans for years. And we talking about years, yeah. like decades. You gonna like have shit. Stan Lee turning over in his grave. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, you, you taking my shit and just fucking destroying Doing whatever it. the fuck you want with it. That's, that's not like, cool. That's like pissing on a legacy that this man took his heart and soul and put effort into. Like, hey, that's that man's stench. Like the establishment of all these characters. God damn, that's his stench right there. <laughs> Quit trying to fuck his stench up. Like, I, I like the fact that they even introduced a new Spider-Man character. That was creativity that we like. I like to see more of that within the Marvel thing. Not know, oh, let me just uh take... The, the the established suit and character and switch it the way I want to. Like, for example, when they was having talks about making Thor a female and coincidentally, his ex is going to play the well, the ex on the show going to play as the new female Thor. I was like, okay. Well, that's in the comics, so I mean. And I understand that, but I'm like, if you completely taken out the actor... Whoo! I like yo. 
I'm sorry, y'all gonna be that money. Look, that actor is perfect as Thor. It's like trying to remove what you call uh, Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. When you find him that perfect for the role, you want to roll with that ball right there, as as far as you can go. Like how you did Tony Stark, my boy Robert Downey, mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. How he played Iron Man, it was to perfection. Mm-hmm. You roll with that, it makes you money. Captain America, hey, Sevens, yeah. rolled. He played they that. the character. Mm-hmm. Basically, they made they are the character. So it's like, mm-hmm. and that's how you want to keep it in the movies. Not trying to put agendas. Like that's how you lose money. Like example, Captain Marvel. Like honestly, it was, it was just a poor Ram movie. It was just it, it was no element of captivation really. It was too much of pushing women empowerment, which I don't don't mind that being pushed or being said over time. But when it comes to just the comics and you're talking about the audience of that comics, they're not trying to hear all that that kind of stuff. Mm. They're trying to get to, okay, the character establishment. They want to see you make a good establishment of the character, not no good political agenda of a character like that right there is was i think disgracing a lot of a lot of shit movies potential good movies is because of that speaking of movies um damn when is the last time we seen when's the last movie we seen yeah that's a good ass question besides underwater i think Last one I could recall was Underwater with, uh, what's the car that used to play off of, uh... And we, in the movie, th- oh, um, I know who you're talking about, the girl from Twilight. Yeah. Uh, that, was that the last movie we saw? I think, I'm not for sure. Because, shoot, I know with me, I think it was that one. If I recall correctly, because that, that was actually a good movie, too. A sleeper, too, Underwater. I was like, yo, yeah. that... It wasn't bad, but it was um, it's kind of predictable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's you've seen it before. You know, um, yeah, it wasn't bad though. But um, I think the movie that I was looking forward to seeing was Quiet Place Two. That mm-hmm. movie I was really looking forward to seeing. Oh, I enjoyed yeah. the first one. First one was was real good, man. And they pushed uh, everything off. Yeah, and it was it was just coming out. Then they had to close everything. But I forgot what else was all coming out besides Quiet Place. It was supposed to be some good ass movies. Uh, Scarlet, uh, Black Widow. I'm sorry. Yeah. Black Widow. Oh man, see that shit would have been entertaining right there. Nigga just would have came out with that shit and just honestly, I don't know what's up with Hollywood in this matter. But look, if you couldn't get it out. In theaters, which I think uh, in most case scenario, that's where people say their most money come from. Mm-hmm. Shit. V- DVD. Blu-ray. Put that shit out. But the thing is, like, uh, they wouldn't get as much sales, I don't think. Yeah. They wouldn't get as yeah. much sales, but, um, shit, man. I, I... Oh, shit. You know what? If I was AMC Theater... 
I would have got smart if I was AMC. I was like, you know what? In my AMC app, we're going to have exclusivity uh, thing where you pay for this type of membership. Again, and based on the membership payment, let's say you get VIP and whatever payment that is, probably you spend like about like five or something bucks, but it's like addition or 10 bucks, whatever it is for that price of movement that you can get. I would say do something like that or just have online payment. AMC is a movie thing where it's like, okay, you, you're relying on in, in-person customers, but you got to learn how to adapt. It's like the apps is the way to go. That is the way. Like a, um, like a subscription, mm-hmm. like a monthly subscription. That, I mean, that would make sense. Yeah. But um, AMC gets mostly their money off concessions. Yeah. So and that's, that's what I say. It's like if they can adapt in some type of way, that would be great for them. I mean, I don't know what else you can add because you, y'all popcorn expensive in a mug. <laughs> Shit. I'm like, yo, y'all got some simple ass foods for some high ass ends. Yeah, when you be on a date and the female, the female asks for popcorn, she don't even eat the shit. I'm like, yeah. Man, what the fuck? You had me get this popcorn. This is 10 fucking bucks. I could have made for two bucks at home. Nigga, a large drink is like $11. (laughs) They charge $11.50. Man, don't don't add the popcorn and the drink together. Them shit's right there, man. Look at here. With some nachos and shit. Like, I, uh uh, you Uh gotta chill out. Like, you you practice. And you talking about eating afterward? Nah. That's a whole day itself right there. <laughs> Shit. That's damn near almost a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Oh man, AMC got they they got a good system when it comes to that shit. That's one day I'll give them credit for the indoor system. Once you get in, you like goddamn. And I don't know what the fuck they be doing with their fucking drinks, but that shit be making you have to miss a scene almost or hold it in throughout the time. Yeah, big ass like, that cups. shit be. I swear they lacing that shit with something. <laughs> like, they doing some dirty shit with that damn drink. I'm like, yo, I ain't never had something in my life to where I had to immediately leave a scene. I had bottled sodas and watch movies. Still never have to miss an entire scene. I stood through the movie. AMC, you take a goddamn sip and you all of a sudden feel like you got to pee. It's like, what the fuck? I'm sitting down, ain't moving for shit. <laughs> man, but it is just crazy, man, how times have changed, man. All these, all these real potential good movies were supposed to come out this year been postponed since to 2021 shit it's just been a wild year so far in yeah. a wild rodeo and um a lot of death this year too oh, yeah. um just a lot of people just passed away yeah so especially our boy who black panther man oh, oh yeah chadwick Bozeman, kobe and some even some people like from my church passed away uh, family members. It's just like, man. A lot of things, man. 2020 is the, it's like you've seen things through the optics clearly now. Everything just, just coming to light practically. Then too, like, um, you know, the election. And my, my whole stees on it is like, mm-hmm. it's, it's just like, 
I don't know. I I don't even I can't even say that like I'm optimistic to what's going you know uh, transpire because I have I'm some interesting minds. In yeah, it's positions. like I'm like I don't know what's gonna happen. Is it, it gonna get worse or is it what is it like? It, that you know? rumor is either way it goes, the election there's gonna be a riot after the election. No matter who wins, they say. Yeah, I I feel that way too. It's like, cause, it, it's like how, and I was I blame more so on the media. How media spin things so strong this year, like fuck. I mean, media this year have made it to where America has became more divided than ever. It wasn't even the people and the candidates, really. If we look at it, it's the media. Media has put people into a side of division of saying, well, hey, this person, look, if you think this person is correct, well, guess what? You're a damn idiot. He's not correct. Other side even doing it too. And it's like, okay, now people are feeling like, hey, they have to feel a certain way based off of what made sense to them or else if they go on about something that doesn't make sense or give some room to hear that person's opinion they're, they're thinking, oh, it makes them an idiot because they're listening. And that's the wrong thing. But media had just divided people. Just divided. I mean, look at what they're doubling down and spilling towards people now these days. It's more, if I was to be frankly honest, I think race tension always been existing for a long time. Mm-hmm. Just media never zoomed in on it as much as they did now. Now these days they're just fine they're die hard looking for anything relate race related. Anything they can grab and post it because it has it serves a a division agenda really to me. Mm-hmm. It is literally like a division agenda. And that becomes a problem right there. I, I for our blame. What's going on inside and now this division that everyone has is on media. Because they're the first thing that everybody views first to see like, hey, is this true? Or does it feel true? People are always going to go towards media. They're not going to really research these things. They're going to go off of really... Well, do I feel like this station is credible to me? And that's where I think where everybody where everybody falls and go wrong at right there today in this modern day time is that we're looking towards what people tell us that might that seems like truth than actually go out and find the truth. And that's where the issue we're running towards. What do you think of that? Uh yeah, I could see that. I could see what you're saying, like media, because that I mean, that's honestly what we go to nowadays. Whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, that's like ninety five percent of our, you know, our lives basically. And um, you know, there is I say media is power because it does let us know. You know what's going on around the world that we we aren't we don't have access to. Yeah. So, um, but it also can be as well as it can be used in a positive way. 
it's definitely used in a negative way as well. Mm. But um yeah, I don't I don't know. Like people take things, make them into hatred and I don't I don't know. It just they just make it you know, acceptable and and normal. They try to make it normal. Um we definitely know that our country is in a position to where it needs attention. Mm-hmm. Like it definitely needs some fixing. It definitely needs some fine tuning. And yeah. some people are in denial of that. That's the part that gets me. I'm like, okay, I'm like, why is I hear some of these politicians? They talk, I'll just say these Congress people. I always hear these Congress people say, oh, we need to take care of, help out so-and-so nation. I'm like, motherfucker, what? <laughs> motherfucker, how you going to sit here and say you need to help take care of someone else's house and you ain't taking care of your own? Exactly. You elected here to take care of your own fucking house. And the crazy part about it is like, um, you know, it, we, we ain't been right for a minute. So it's like, you know... It and it does honestly it doesn't matter who's in office as long as that person has the intent the the good intentions of the people like it yeah. that's why like you know when I was younger Democrat Republican okay now I see it as you know govern the politician and government don't make any sense because uh-huh. it's like I said the president is supposed to be for the people it don't matter if they blue or red. Uh-huh. You know, you're just supposed to be for the betterment of the people in the country. That's fact. So why are we creating a whole boxing match? That's what's wild to yeah, me. Yeah, it's like... It's a literal... <laughs> uh, that's why I say it's like almost show. It's like our new reality TV show that we stay tuned mm-hmm. to watch every day. We literally just like the... I, at a certain point, it just makes it look like we just like to. Most people like to hear the drama and and want to take a side almost to a certain point. Yeah, and I mean I understand sides as as far as like you know okay his policies versus mm-hmm. his policies, but um, now it's like you know if you are a Democrat, you got to stay Democrat. Right, you know, and if you're Republican, you gotta stay Republican. It's, like, it's what, not what about. It's not necessarily about, you know, policies or you know. Right, it's like the credibility of a person. Sides. It's just yeah, what color tie they wear. Mm-hmm. And that's what's ridiculous to me, when it becomes like this blind loyalty, and that's what I call it, blind loyalty. And that becomes a big issue because corruption can exist with blind loyalty right there like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you just saying you're loyal because this is a side. Well, that side also can be corrupted as well as the other side that you self-proclaim. I don't care if the motherfucking side is Hydra. If Hydra wind up spitting some truths, I'm going to take that truth that they spit and acknowledge it for what it is, truth. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, you Hydra, you telling obviously lies. What if the nigga was telling the truth? <laughs> and I just sat there and believed S.H.I.E.L.D. because S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, is painted good. S.H.I.E.L.D. is fucking painted gooder than a motherfucker. Well, they could have been telling me a lie right there in front of my face. But because I think so highly of them, because I favor them, I'm just going to take everything as 100% accuracy. 
And that's all wrong. That's blind loyalty right there. And that that's a that's a bad thing that goes on in this society today. And yeah, man, I it's yeah, we we starting to lose sight, you know, of of what we truly are as a country. Um you know, the division, there's a lot of division. Um, it's a lot of just, you know, unnecessary shit just going on. And we I, we need somebody to tackle it and, you know, um, get, get this country back on track. Mm-hmm. You know, um, man. I don't know, because I, we, we, it's, it's not going to survive. This country's not going to survive much longer. Mm-hmm. In the state it is, and if it keeps going downhill, that's what I said. It's it's a big it's a big big issue, especially when you got this tension building up. This this what police versus civilian tension. You got gays versus straight. Tension now building up. Yeah, males versus females. Yeah, men versus women. Shit, uh, what else? Uh, Blacks now versus whites. They're trying to reconjure up an old war that should have been dead, really, a long time ago. But now, media's helped resurfacing that that racial tension that's deep down that was probably locked in the storage room of many people now being a little bit unlocked and resurfacing there's so much shit going on man it's just like it's getting wild literally i have never thought to be in a the era where shit i just keep to be 100 in an era where i gotta i steady steady observe women Shit, I know if I'm dealing with authentic women. God damn. <laughs> I mean, God damn. I mean, I feel you. You gotta, um, yeah. That that right there was like, that, that's a new and one. It, not only that, but just life as a whole, you gotta, you gotta, you know, look out for Welcome that. that shit. <laughs> yeah, not only that, you gotta look out for that. You gotta look out for, you know, your surroundings, like, Cause Man. even like like as we experienced earlier in this year, like in the in one of the, you know, supposed to be yeah, a decent area, at least a decent, mm-hmm. if not a good area, a decent area that we've experienced, you know, uh, just hate, hate mm-hmm. and violence, and it's like you know it 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 takes you out of perspective and make you really like look like damn this can really happen anywhere mm-hmm. and like you know people's perspective oh the the hood the hood the hood the hood no it's it's everywhere it's honestly everywhere. shit the hood I, shit i'll tell i'll be 100 on this one i wouldn't move to the hood just for this one fact on that i don't feel like watching how i am around my own to me that makes me feel in a way, that's like almost being like optimistically racist in a way. Mm-hmm. Because it shouldn't be a point where, hey, this all black environment, majority black environment. Me as a black person going in, 
having to watch my own back around my own. But then when I go to a, a predominantly Caucasian environment, I may have to do so the same way, but in a different approach. Because mm-hmm. more so, there's going to be a, a social verbalization. One is probably going to escalate more likely because we had them. I, I had my fair share of counterments. Wow, man, we all had that. It it can it can increase from zero to one hundred with your own. It's like I. It's like ironically, some people tend to be more comfortable, violently comfortable with their own culture quicker than with the with opposite mm. culture. You bringing that up, I wanted to address because, you know, a lot of people um, do this whole, you know, black people kill black people. Like, and you got to understand, like, that's the only thing that's highlighted. Mm-hmm. Asian people kill Asian people. Mm-hmm. Um, based off of proximity, mm-hmm. if if you are in if you are in the uh, Philippines, mm-hmm. it's majority Filip- Filipinos. So what's the crime rate between? It's gonna be Filipino Filipino. Yeah, Filipinos on Filipinos. Mm-hmm. If you're in a predominantly white, mm-hmm. what is it gonna be? White on white. Mm-hmm. But people continue to highlight black on black. And it at, at this point, it seems like a jab. It seems like, yo, I'm trying to, you know, mm-hmm. especially when people outside of the race. I understand. Okay, people inside the race. But when people outside the race are commenting and saying that, that's, a, that's kind of a jab. Mm-hmm. No, that's not a jab. That's not kind of. It is a jab. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's like, I understand that. Yeah, yeah, there's black on black crime. Yeah, there's white on white crime, too. And when people highlight these things, it's like, okay, I understand what's going on. I understand your perspective. But, hey, people got their own perspective. Hey, you got people saying... We need to stop this type of scenario. And I understand, yeah. It's not... And it goes back to the scenario of this. Where I was highlighting to one the one lady that we have invited as a guest uh, previously from uh, Canada. Where I say, it's like, you got to stop the... You got to tend to the injury that is most severe. Mm-hmm. And... I understand what people are saying when they say that because it's like the injury that is most severe is what we are doing to each other versus the one that is being highlighted. And that's like a band-aid, really, that it can be patched up if everyone in the culture unite for that one cause, which is easy. I'm pretty sure it's easy. Mm-hmm. That that we can really fix and probably slim down to probably lesser of a percentage. But when it comes to each other, and that's where I think we ran into the most brick wall scenario. I think it, it starts with, hey, we got to fix this. First of all, gains got to be eliminated out of our culture mm-hmm. more so. Because this this idea of being uh, a gang member is killing us more. Like, I'm barely seeing that with Caucasian people, too. And I'm noticing it. They have less of gangs unless you see them 
in police force and they form their own police gangs. Mm-hmm. But that's the only time they form their own gangs when they're probably around. Well, I won't say only time. That'll be that's a false lie. That's one of the other scenarios that they form their own gangs, or they would call it mobs, which I would say is kind of like politics. They go into other areas of power and do this. So where it's like they're not only making money, but they're systematically harming others in order Mm -hmm. to make that money. And that's where they do it in a more different way than we do. See, we doing it as in the context of we're harming each other. And that's an issue in and of itself. I will agree it's in and of itself a big issue that we do need to stop the we need to we need to put a uh, a whole surgery kit together and fix that shit. Like yeah, um, the sole basis of uh, gangs, I don't understand. Um, I understand individual beef, okay, mm-hmm. but um, you know, just based on upon a color, like come on, man, there's got to be something deeper. You Thank know, you. Um, just the fact because you a blood and I'm a crip. I don't. I don't like, understand that. That's like, that's little, bro. That's like color. Because it's honestly, if y'all two, if y'all was two niggas to meet and y'all didn't know nothing about each other's background and y'all popped, y'all hit it off. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of situations where there's bloods and crips that are cool. Mm-hmm. Like especially like with the whole Nipsey shit. You know, Nipsey was cool with a lot of uh, bloods. Mm-hmm. So it's like. And you know what's so ironic? He got done by his own that he identified with. That's the crazy part. Yeah, I'm like, so it's like, it comes to a point where, and and what's really crazy is when these old heads is 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 entertaining this shit. I'm like. Even worse. It's like you're supposed to be a, the voice of wisdom at your age. You're supposed to be more wise than you are trying to be young. Like, come on now. When I see that, I'm like, I, I shake my head to that because it's crazy to even say that we, personally in our lives, we encounter, me and you, we, we probably encounter more conversation with older people and we notice they don't make no sense. They sound like how we should be perceived to sound like, usually in this, especially. In this day and era, I have encountered a fair share of that. Yeah. And it's just shocking to me. I'm like, yo, you're supposed to have at least a more level. It's like, I probably say only one, two old older cats that I've personally encountered that actually taught me something and shined a light of wisdom. Towards my perception of life. And that's two. Out the many I've encountered. The rest. They were literally ignorant. I'm like yo. You live this long to be this ignorant still? That's embarrassing to me. I'd be damned if I live to an old age. And still be ignorant enough. Not to know the basics. Exactly. And able to give you some real knowledge. To benefit off of. You trying to recruit instead of save lives, like right, like come on now. I'm trying to change the future of the generation, not and of the culture too, if possible, by changing the future of my generation. 
But in order to do that, I need to wisen up. I can't sit here and be tripping off of colors. Because that's what it is at the end of the day, just colors. Like, I, that's why I understand where these other cultures, how they formulate things. Some other cultures, like Asians, they go off of mob-type gangs most of the time when you see them coming into this country. Yeah, they're going to have their other ones, but you you know them by their one, the mob-type gangs, the ones that are intellectually savvy, got their hands into the pocket of probably politicians and all. Caucasians, they go off of mob type of rule type of thing. They put hands in uh, politicians' pockets as well. We the only culture that's still going off of gang gangs. <laughs> like, literally, that's how it sounds like, too. We're going off of literal gang gangs. Ain't got no hands and no politician pockets but our own. That's not that's not beneficiary. Like I can understand theirs because it brings more revenue. Mm. Politics is the most money you can make off of anything. You can make money off putting your hands on a politician, but putting your hands on your own people pockets, that ain't making you no money. That's called recycled dollars. And recycled dollars carry a limit. But Unrecycled dollars like politicians, there's no limit to that shit. The sky's the limit right exactly. there. Like, at least if you're going to do it like what I'm saying, do it wisely. Make it make sense. Don't do no stupid shit where you hurt your own. Come on, that's plain crabs in the barrel. Someone at least got to find a way out the barrel for the others, too. Instead of being the one that said, let me pull you back down to my level because I don't like you being above. How about hold on to him and play monkey in the barrel? How them little niggas got the barrel? Because they held on to each other. Until one of them touched ground. There's ways to go about it. It is, but I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a mental blockage. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I don't know what the, the street life entails because I... You know, never indulged in it and probably never will. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I don't know. Then, like, too, like, I don't understand why females like to be involved with that. Mm-hmm. Um, man. They, I guess they like the danger. I don't know if girls still like, you know, yeah. hood niggas or, I think they still do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't understand. Look, if you... I better not hear no nobody say they're unprotecting you deal with some dangerous-ass motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, sorry. That nigga strapped with a gun. 24-7, illegally. and you sitting up here. I'm unprotected. Why y'all ain't helping me out, nigga? I ain't trying to get shot. I'm sorry if that makes me sound like a coward or whatever, but look. You decide to fuck and roll with that motherfucker. I then the I thing, did it. <laughs> then the thing is, like you rolling with him, knowing that he's a he's a target. He's Walking a potential target. target. He wouldn't have a gun with him if he didn't feel like, you know, mm-hmm. he needed it. Thank you. And you're with him, and which you. makes you a potential target, guilty by association. Mm-hmm. Bullets don't have names on them. Bullets fly. 
So it's like you put yourself. You talking about people who just shooting just to shoot. These are like putting a gun in a little child. (laughs) They ain't every day and going to the range practicing on their skills. Shoot, they ain't doing like cops to shit. You think you think cops will be as confident to face a gang if the gang knew how to accurately shoot? <laughs> no, that's why they're able to face them motherfuckers with easy with swatting off. And them niggas trained to shoot. Them niggas are just shooting off of freestyle and they practicing actually on the spot. <laughs> oh shit, I got him. I'm like, yo. You happy that she was able to shoot someone out of pure luck? That should be disgraceful. I like look, I can't get happy over a lucky win. I can't. I gotta know it is consistent. Then I know it's skill. I can't get happy over luck. That's like winning a that's like me playing you and taking and then all I all I did was got one win. I'm happy off that one win. <laughs> After after getting my ass whooped up the rest of the other time, shit. That's all. That's all. Niggas do be getting happy off that shit. I beat you one time. I'm like, what? What is it? One time. Oh, congratulations. Was <laughs> it true though? Yeah. Did you caught me on the off day? <laughs> that's what. <laughs> let let me fully rest up, and then we'll see if that that's actually luck or shit. Just me having a bad day. <laughs> shit. But that's where it makes no sense to me. I'm like, yo, people are just, it's like, yo, quit selling for less. Then it's, I understand the, the aspect of love and like you may fall, fall in love with them. But your safety, your safety should be over everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and as well as not only you thinking about your safety, but him thinking about your safety. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, and it's like, look, it's like I understand. I don't mind anybody keeping a gun in their house. That part I don't mind. That's fine. That's cool because you never know in life reality when you it may come in handy. I always say everybody should own a gun. Personally, me the reason if you put everybody if everybody had a gun in their household, do you think someone would be more likely to fuck with someone? On a, a, shit, it might limit gang violence on the streets because shit. You think a gang member gonna fuck with you if he knew you had a gun? He gonna be less likely to fuck with you because you got a gun. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's trying to shoot you first. That's a, hey, it's gonna be a shooting contest before. Hey, what the fuck? Who, who, where the fuck you from? Like going up, rolling up on niggas. You ain't gonna roll up on no nigga with a gun and ask him who the fuck he from. You must be a confident motherfucker to think that way. You must be John Wick, my nigga. Goddamn. It's enough being thinking you can roll up on people like that. No, 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 no. Shit, it's less likely. And the reason why I say that because you got a part in uh, Texas that everyone open carries in Texas. There's a, a certain part. I think it's the uh, New Mexico side of it. Open carry. You, you hear less shit. They, are less, they actually are more logical on how they... Approach each other because of the fact that you like, yo, this thing are most likely carrying a damn gun. Because sometimes they have that typical old fashionedness where they do the cowboy shit, have a gun in the damn boot, and then the gun showing on the side right there. Hey, and when you see that result, you're like, yeah, hmm, ah, right, yeah, that makes it look. I like that makes sense to me because I'm like, 
if you know someone have something to defend themselves with, or let's mm-hmm. say for example, you and the other individual know martial arts. Y'all both know martial arts. Y'all very good at it. Y'all gonna result into fighting each other first or talking? Because y'all both experienced. It ain't like the other person ain't got no experience because now you're feeling superior. But when you feel as equals, people try to at least negotiate things, I would say, in most part scenario. And I think that's where... Oh, shit, we hit right back. But yeah, that's where I'll say we tend to negotiate more when we feel as equals because we feel like the casualty will be as equal as much versus one being having a higher standpoint than the other. What do you think on that? Um I could I could see that, you know, I definitely think about I don't know why this came in my head. But the uh, Samoa situation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, you see a Samoan, your first mindset is not, you know, to yeah. engage in battle simply because it. Uh, and they solidly fucking. Yeah. Them goddamn spams. But literally, them niggas be spams. I'm like, I'm spam, get the fuck. <laughs> I, sh- I like, I fucked up when I was a kid. I should have said, Mom, spam me up, Mom. Nigga, high blood pressure. <laughs> Shit. Shit. Eyes popping out. Popeye. <laughs> Nigga out here looking like Bugsy off a of bedtime story. Damn. <laughs> God damn. But shit. That's crazy, but yeah, you. I've noticed that too. Some people, well, I remember back in high school, actually, people always talked about the small little man, them small big motherfuckers, mm-hmm. and they. But, and you notice they had less problems with fights. I have not really seen much Samoans fight at our school compared to black people on black people. <laughs> Shit, them niggas like yo, we all big. I ain't trying to take your hard ass blow. Exactly. <laughs> and it, you kind of see it. They're more like, hey, we ain't. We ain't trying to get involved in all that fighting shit. Hell no, niggas. Yeah, and I mean, um, it's also it's just the like a power, power hungry thing. Like everybody, um, and I don't want to. I don't know if it's respect because like they don't show respect. I mean, I guess being disrespectful in uh, gang members, you know. Uh, mentality would be, you know, you coming into their hood with the wrong color on, mm-hmm. or you coming in their hood, period. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's like, I guess it's a sign of respect. I mean, I never understood. You own the avenue, you own the street, like, but you know, that's <laughs> You me. own Obama like, Avenue, you own Martin Luther King. You own the avenue, but not being, not taxing people. How that works, Wayne? Um, you <laughs> you pay still paying taxes. <laughs> you pay rent, you pay taxes, buddy. But you own that. You, you, that's your block. But you pay someone else to stay in that block of yours. Like that, that shit never makes sense to me, bro. That, that don't make sense, usually. Especially in certain uh, scenarios. Oh, man. It, it's like, come on now. We, we, people need to evolve off of simple minds, I would say. Some, it, uh, unfortunately, is going to have a simple mindset. But others, it's like, come on now. Like, if you want change, you got to go on the ground for it as a whole. 
if you're talking about community change. You need mm. a community effort. But if you're talking about individual life change of your own, that's the majority of you. But you got to look at the level of change you're looking for and act upon that level. You can't just sit here and think, oh, I'm one man. I can make an impactful decision on everything because it, it just doesn't work with just one. You need some numbers, one depending on what you're trying to go for. Like if we talk about like example, like hell, NBA, you could be the star of a team, but you still mm-hmm. need good players around you in order to get you to what you're trying to achieve. Like you just can't be the only fucking good player in that team and expect to win a ring because you're going to find a team that's actually a, a team. And shit, they're going to school you because you're the only reliable source and shit. They don't need to rely on, like, example, Golden State. Mm-hmm. During that time when LeBron James at, was just the only player on Cleveland because Kyrie and Kevin Love was injured and he was narrowed down to Timothy Mosgoff and... Tristan Thompson, basically some other players that just couldn't get that superstar load involved. You see what happened. They they took advantage. And that team was Curry winning his threes. Shit. Other players were doing their thing. They were all working as a unit and schooled them right then and there. And that's the impact of the level. Of what you're trying to achieve. Like you're trying to achieve that all-time championship level in your life. Mm-hmm. You need a unit. A squad. Shit. What else words? A crew. You you need, yeah, you do. You need mm-hmm. something. To achieve higher level. That's just how life works. That's why when I hear people saying. Oh. Well. You, you, you could have changed the block one person. I'm like nah. I can't change the block. If I get money. I only y'all can y'all live here <laughs> and it's like you change you physically changing the block you not mm-hmm. changing the block the people on the block's mentality yeah you know and less that's important too because it's like like they said you could you could take the person out the hood but you can't take the hood out the person oh yeah so it's it's a mental thing and you know, um, that's why, you know, it, ignorance is bliss because when you go into a new environment, not saying that you have to be fake, but you have to adjust. You know, obviously mm-hmm. you stay true to yourself, but you got to understand the same old ways won't work mm-hmm. in a new environment. That's true. You can't and, go into yeah, environment. You know it's fake, it's fake. No, nah, that's not fake. You know, you just, just adapting to your yeah, environment. You have to adapt, and that's just period, because you won't survive. Thank you, and that's that's life in general. And like, uh, and that's why one thing I was highlighting, I said this a while ago, uh, but not I don't think on the podcast. But I say like, people, we by nature, we have multiple personalities that we can enhance. There's different sides of us that we we can have some people, and I think that that they're thinking like you talking about, like you cuckoo for cocoa puffs. But no, <laughs> I'm not talking about that context. I'm talking about like, for example, there's a side of you when you're around your friends, the side of you when you're around your family that you could further and better. There's a side of you when you're around your girl, the romantic side that we're mm-hmm. saying. 
you can further and better. There's the business side, you can further and better. There's the social side of you around other people outside. Club side, all these things. They're different personalities that we can further better in our environment. But in order to do that, you have to focus on what you need to focus on. Like example, if you're trying to flourish in a neighborhood, then you got to work on the social side of you. That's that side where it's like good at communicating, talking with people, engaging conversation, finding mm-hmm. common grounds. That That's a different side of you. Now you're indulging that. When you're talking to a chick, shit, you just, you're trying to speak that game. So it's more so leaning towards the romantic side of you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, in order, and you got to improve on that. Like, even you, you can even say, hey, you had to work on a little avenue and it made you get straight more to the point. I'll say them shit. Right. <laughs> like, straight to the damn point. <laughs> Sharp ass needle. He just, okay, <laughs> got it. <laughs> and some, they don't have that. And they're like, and those others don't have that. That's the part they're missing. They're not acknowledging this is a different personality I have to work on. I have to fix it and give it some cranks and, you know, some bumps, improve its level. It's, I always just say, enhances level. Some niggas are already at level 50. Some niggas at level one with that personality. Depends on what you work on that you improve the level of personality. You get to a point where you damn near you a pickup artist at that level. Hell, most ideal level is that pickup artist level for many guys. Mm-hmm. I ain't, I don't know what guy don't want to have the the game of a pickup artist. You you a humble ass motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> or at least you're lying that you just saying that just to sound humble. But I'm pretty sure everybody will like top tier level on anything that they have. Yeah, facts. And so when it comes to these things, it's like it's not being fake. It's actually you're actually being true to yourself. You're mm-hmm. just bettering. Then you gotta look at it too. Like another way to look at it is, is it's a skill you're enhancing. Mm-hmm. You you upgrading the skill so you can use it in other places and even gain more revenue from this skill. You know, mm-hmm. it's like so, basketball. Yeah, exactly. You um people. Have to be more open minded, and you know, you that's the whole point of stepping out of your comfort zone. You're gonna experience some, some, some uncertainties, mm-hmm. some uneasy feelings, but you have to adapt to it. And that's why I tell people, like, you know, even learning all that shit, like learning to learning yourself, getting to know yourself, loving yourself, it all helps with that too, because it's like. No matter where you're at or no matter who you're among, you mm-hmm. staying true to yourself. You you know that, you know, okay, this is happening, but, you know, I'm going to protect myself. Right. Nobody can take you away from you and what you know. Mm-hmm. You know, only nice. thing they can do is teach you mm-hmm. or learn from you. They can't, they can't stir you away from you know, stir you on the wrong path. It's like, I'm not mm-hmm. fucking with that. I'm not feeling... That's facts. It's, that's why I say, like, people, they don't acknowledge that. They they, they want to believe that, hey, this I don't have this existing personality. No, it's there. It's just at bottom level. Oh, yeah. And it's all... We, we have multiple personalities that we can unlock that 
will be beneficiary to us. But the problem is, is that we don't work on it. And that's what most people are not realizing in today's society. Yeah, they comfortable, they complacent. That's why, like, between the introvert and the extrovert, uh, introverts, you know, they're comfortable. Mm -hmm. They're they're more than likely never going to want to step out and go out because they feel like they don't need it. I don't really care for people. I don't like people, so I don't need... Mm-hmm. But not knowing that you live in a world where it's it's a social world, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to interact with individuals. Sometimes to even get to the next level, mm-hmm. you know, you're gonna have to interact with a with a um, a, a manager to get a job to talk, you know, so and so. So you should you should train yourself as mm-hmm. being an extrovert. You should you know learn how to the the life of an introvert create yeah. a balance because. Mm-hmm. It's it, life is all about creating a balance. Yep. You know, um, we see like, like obviously, like our country is unbalanced. Mm-hmm. That's why it's it's chaotic right now. There's no balance. <laughs> yeah, it's a goddamn <laughs> you know, problem. Too. <laughs> and when there's no balance, shit, shit just goes crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I 100 agree, and that's a big issue. Is that people have lost the art of trying to create a balance and like i understand like the old saying goes like when you're the jack of all trades but the master of none i get people trying to say hey let me focus on one thing and further enhance that i'm like okay but if i was you i would just hey i'll tell you it's okay to have that one thing you're really good at Everybody got that one thing they're really exactly. good at. That they actually are just born level 50 with. <laughs> so it's just it's just born. The rest you probably got to build. It's almost like a mind player build. You, you start off with something being high on the tier list. The rest you're just throwing in. Shoot. But yeah. And one thing I noticed with people is that they're not focusing on themselves so much. They, they're focusing on what what others can do for them. Mm-hmm. And that's an issue because not every day, you, you got to focus on what you can do for you. At the end of the day, you change your own life the most. No one can change it for you. No woman can change it for you. No man can change it for you. You can change it for you. And that takes you to be more ambitious and stop being lazy. Like laziness is the problem with some people. And I understand for some people, they like, they got uh, the mindset of seeing life for what it really is. And I call it that mindset because it's like, it's almost like the animal mindset, survival. Whenever you see life, some people, they see life as, oh, you just only supposed to survive. That's the main purpose. True. Survival is the main thing, main goal. But if you just make that your slogan you're not gonna be ambitious for anything because you're just like hey long as i just live to see another day i did good that breeds laziness exactly don't breeds future potential satisfactory head ass Mm -hmm. it's like i'm satisfied just satisfied for the one thing that many is satisfied that's great that's great you're happy for that but goddamn do make meaning we only make meaning for, within our lives, and it gives us a, a a happy sense of purpose. 
Like going out and trying something new. Always, shit, to me, always brings a happiness inside of me. It's like, goddamn, it actually brings a motivation. Like, mm-hmm. shit, I could conquer the world type of feeling. When you, I, I don't know if anyone have encountered that. But whenever you finish, uh, conquer something that you find that seemed difficult. Mm-hmm. You and get you, a fire. Man, it's like energy that's beyond this world. Like, a, almost you get a fucking adrenaline rush. Man, I remember the first time just, like, hopping on a roller coaster. First day on a roller coaster. Shit. You you be looking at that shit, you like, God fucking damn, them motherfuckers screaming. And when that shit going up, it's building that suspense. <laughs> and then when it goes up, oh, 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 shit. And then all of a sudden, you start enjoying that experience. You're like, yo, that, like, because after you live through the experience, especially when you live through the experience. Man, you're like, oh, shit. Lord, let me do that shit again. Let, let, let me go back on the second time. That shit was fun. Because it's the suspense. It's it, That's what everybody likes. It's just achieving something. And honestly, that's what people got to start going out and doing. It's 2020. Shit, ain't no time to be at home getting mad over two two candidates who already lived their life and made it's all their money beating the fuck out your dick no <laughs> jacking off <laughs> shit and that especially in November you the motherfucker saying hey I ain't buzzing no nuts hey kudos to you okay I'll be damned let me get a chick I'm gonna buzz all kinds of nuts fuck that no nut <laughs> I go nut <laughs> I go <laughs> I put go <laughs> not no I put go Go, 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 nut. <laughs> I got a nut. <laughs> go, go. <laughs> I got to go. Hell no, nah, ain't going to be no, 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 no. Hell no. Nah. Uh-uh. I can't be wasting my time doing that. Life is too precious to just sit up here and put restraints. Now, hey, if that's a goal you want to see yourself test out with because you probably got some sex addictions. Uh, some shit you like mm. you know what I, I let me go through this no nut November thing that's a testament okay go go and do your shit I remember I did the uh what was it well, didn't it used to be no shave November or something yeah, like no that yeah no shave November yeah I remember the time when I had no, no shave November I tried that shit out I remember back in my warehouse and I look like fucking Rick off of uh, Walking Dead I think you remember <laughs> I look like a whole uh, Middle Eastern man Shit, I remember that was the time when you was uh, with one of your your ex days right there. Mm. I came in after this nigga seen me shaved. I look like a whole. Actually, she knows. She like that Anthony. Oh, I look like a whole new man. Shit, I, I shaved that the fuck out. I look like a whole breed. Goddamn, after that no shave November shit, man. But that was also me additionally disciplining myself for not being consistent on workouts. So that was an addition. I was like, you know what? I'm being inconsistent. No shave. That motherfucker was, <laughs> that motherfucker was the biggest beard I've ever grown, too. <laughs> I haven't I grown one like in a while. Wolf man Jack. Right? I was looking like old man Logan almost right there in retirement. Shit. But, man. But it, it was just interesting, man. It, when you see what's going on today in society, you got... Guys, now these days they're just 
They're just, um, they're devaluing themselves now more than ever. And I'm seeing society today, like men, it's like almost like men are feeling shame to act like a man because it's deemed toxic. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I just, I, I, I don't understand that factor. I love the fact that I act like a man. Shoot, that is the goal since ancient times. Mm -hmm. And to be a man. I think people confuse uh, aggressiveness with assertiveness. Mm -hmm. Um, They're two totally different things, and there's nothing wrong with being assertive. And um, like I said, just as well as males can be predators towards females, females can be predators towards males. Some, a lot of people have the, the potential. Everybody has the potential to foresee. No, everybody has the ability to foresee potential. Mm. So, um, you know, when you eat, some people have it uh, so good to before they even speak to a person, they can read them. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is this type of person. Mm. Oh, they're weak willed. I could, you know, take advantage of them. And that's how some people think. Them predators out there. You know, they got some good observation, too. And Mm -hmm. so some, you know, some may have that that patient type of game to where, like, they'll get to know you. They'll learn, you know, about your situations. (laughs) Exactly. And they'll take advantage of that. Okay, I see, like, oh, you did so-and-so and and -and so-and-so for this person. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can. I'm going to play the part of trying to fix that, but mm-hmm. do the same. So you have to understand that, you know, it's, it's assertiveness. You don't have to be aggressive because or you don't have mm-hmm. to. Like they said, the, the game is to be sold. Uh, the game is to be told, not sold. Mm-hmm. So the game is already written in stone. It's nothing new under the sun. So whatever, what what's already written in stone, you can't change. Mm-hmm. It's being told for you, to you for a reason. You can't try to like like one thing that will that will never happen is you can never fully domesticate a wild animal. Hell no! Can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Mm-mm. You know, they always going to have that, that mentality that they going to tap into. This ain't no Tyler Perry Medea movie. Exactly. So, when people tell you certain stuff and people try to bless you with advice, understand that they're not trying to control you or tell you uh, how to mm-hmm. live your life. It's just they're telling you what it is mm-hmm. and what it's forever going to be. Mm-hmm. You know? And... Like I said, it's not just females. It's not just males. It's males and females. That's right. It just depends. So you, that's why you, so I say see yourself as in, as important. You know, even in a relationship, I would tell people all the time, my boys, I would tell you, I would tell Todd, I would tell Will, I would tell Justin, I would tell even females. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I understand you in a relationship and you're being selfless, but That person, at at one point in your life, that person is Mm -hmm. going to fail to protect you. Mm -hmm. At at one point in your relationship, they're going to see themselves 
as more important than you, which is rightfully so. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can't always 100% put your 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 100% trust that they're going to always protect you mm-hmm. cuz there's going to be times where they're capable of hurting you and they actually hurt you. Mm-hmm. So it's just preparing yourself. It's not like you know, you're hiding anything or you're not giving your all, but right. you preparing yourself for anything. Mm-hmm. Always pay, prepare for the worst uh, outcome. Yeah. That way, when it happens, you're not amazed and it ain't going to hurt you as much. I always say, be prepared for the worst. It's like, you got to be like Batman. Prepare for the contingency. Uh huh. Have a contingency plan. That way, if the main plan go to shit, well, you, hey, you ain't all panicky. You guys a backup plan. Because what's the first thing a person do when they get caught or in trouble? Mm-hmm. They blame you. Mm-hmm. They just, but she wasn't there. It was like, motherfucker, what? <laughs> it reminds me of the comedian when he was, uh, was telling a joke about his cousin. He was saying that his cousin was uh, selling drugs. And during the time of his cousin selling drugs, all of a sudden the cops showed up and arrested him for uh, having drugs on him. He was a drug dealer. And so his cousin called him through the uh the jet the prison off phones line, the county of jail phone lines. He said, Yo cousin, we gotta find a motherfucker who snitched on me. And see he was and at he was like, Alright, he went with it. Alright. But then he laughed because what his cousin failed to realize was that he was selling drugs in front of the police station. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, you worried about the snitch who told on you, but you didn't realize you told on yourself. <laughs> now, he, he out here, bound, he was bounty hunting for the snitch. I like, yo, hey. I guess snitches get stitches, but I guess uh, what happens if you you the stitch of your own self? Oh, retarded ass. <laughs> you stupid. Uh-huh. But, man, and you know what? One interesting topic, like, brings on an interesting one. Uh, therapy. Let's talk about therapy, because I know that was one thing we was having a side conversation previously about what. Mm-hmm. And... What what's your intake on that? Cause is it like the, do you think it's similar to got a similarity to like church, in a way? Um, and I'm not saying yes and no, not saying biblical, but the intake of it. Um, because I feel like church is more like a generalization. Um, but I mean, it can speak to you more like spiritually. It can go in depth spiritually, but I feel like church is the generalization. Um, therapy is more like in depth, uh, you know, where it singles out you because therapy is a one on one. Church is more speaking to a group, a nation. Mm-hmm. So it's similar. One's like school and one's like tutoring. Exactly. Perfect. Okay, okay, because I know, because from what I observe and I heard some people, and it brings up an interesting question where uh, you even got some people say that I think in our culture that black people need to embrace actually trying to go to therapy mm-hmm. more. And 
that is an interesting output. I say, hey, therapy should be embraced, but don't sit there. I say for the main thing, go to things that you actually feel like you need. Don't go to things because you hear that it's from someone else saying that you need them. Mm -hmm. And that's where some things are very different. It's actually more simple. But I do agree in certain contexts when you have certain people with certain mentalities that it will be beneficiary if they go to therapy. Mm-hmm. And you'll be amazed, and they'll be amazed how it it gives you a different perspective of life. Yeah, that's I was saying. Like it's more so on the individual. I mean, because as you know, individuals we all experience different things, and for those who don't necessarily know how to cope with certain things they've been through, you know, which results in it being a traumatizing experience, you know, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, some people don't necessarily need therapy because it's it's not needed. Like, you know, some people know how to meditate. Some people know how to, you know, just be able to, you know, accept what happened. Mm-hmm. Um. It, I mean, it's nothing wrong with going to it. Um, like I said, I just feel like strongly. I feel like if you need it, you need it. That's for mm-hmm. you. But it, it's it's not necessary for everybody. Right, right. Because I know, and I and I remember on weekend I was developing a little storyline to go with this because it's more for I'll say the people who are closed minded towards others opinions mm-hmm. but take a professional opinion because of person being obviously a professional at a certain craft opinion mm-hmm. I'll say cause it came out it's a little story I'll say I mentally was thinking of to, to create more so like of the the little boy I'll say I'll call it the little boy who didn't want to eat vegetables so, moral of the story is that, uh, so the father, he tried to te- uh, encourage his kid to eat vegetables, but the boy only wanted to eat junk foods or meat. He didn't embrace vegetables because he he didn't like them from their taste or nothing above. So, and man, at the family, is a vegetarian, uh, vegetarian type family, but he, uh, it's an odd little twist, so just ignore the little thing right there. But so, later on down the line, dad tried to encourage the boy, like, nah, I won't eat it. Nah, I won't eat it. So what the dad did, since he couldn't find a way to help teach his kid how to eat vegetables, someone from the outside, he had to invite to use their tactic, have mm-hmm. the kid live with them, actually, live with the outsider. And see what the outsider did. He started off, I'll say, the first four days, he gave the kid what he wanted. Then, and this is where I say, hey, the story can get very interesting and probably like, yo, head shaker. Then, after that fourth day, his fifth day come along, he put something in the meat and the junk that he was giving the kid previously. And he gave the kid the option. Now there's two options. The, this option or that. The the vegetables. The boy 
obviously you wanted to go to that option, but he put some, inserted some in there that gives it a dishorrible taste. So disgusting. It's like it will make the, like, ugh, I don't, uh-uh, I'm not eating this. But then there's the vegetables right there. The boy refused to eat the vegetable regardless. Even though he didn't want to eat this, he didn't want to eat that still too because he don't like vegetables. Second day come along, the man insert that same, with it, ingredients and stuff that makes it have a distaste for what that boy craves. Gives him the same options again. Boy refused to eat the vegetables, so he he goes hungry for that day. By the fifth day after falling, and then man, he died. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the the boy presented with that same option. Now he considered eating some of his vegetables. Man does it by, let's say, to the two days after. Mm-hmm. This time, that second day, he didn't insert the food with nothing. The boy automatically went to the vegetables. And the moral of the story is that outsiders versus the people that you know is more so the story. See, an outsider is more capable of influencing someone who they do not know to eat something that they want them to eat versus someone who is in the inside because they care for them not to do something so deceiving. See, an outsider don't mind deceiving you in order to get the results, if possible. But the people who is close to you mm-hmm. are not, they don't want to go that route. Because they find it morally not right. Even though that's the route that you probably should go. They care too much about you to go there. In order to get those results. And see that's how life is with some people. See they don't realize that the outsider. Did some trickery. To get you to eat. What they want you to eat. That the others couldn't get you to eat. That who care for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Versus how others who are close to you, they try to get you to eat the right stuff without deceiving you and tricking you because they care for you. They don't want to do it by that way because they got moral thinking. They're like, you know what? I want them to choose this. But sometimes the outsider knows not everybody's going to choose this route. So persuade their mind into thinking what they're used to having is no good. Now they build a distaste for it and never go back to it by means of mm. deception. And sometimes I'll say that's how I feel like with certain instances of like therapy. Therapy, even though it's beneficiary, so it's all very beneficiary in most case scenario. But the problem is the longer you go. That's and where now you feel like that's the only you need it. Yeah, the only source of uh, of answers, and that's where the money becomes. Now you become Call the money. <laughs> yeah, you become because yeah. they they get you like how the outsider did, used to what 
you probably used to what you uh think you're used to. Then they slowly get you to eat what they want you to eat. And that's how it is. It's a smooth transition. One that is not drastically a change. It's just smoothly mowed over. And it can become that way. But you got to understand that they give you, actually, they give you the answers at the beginning. If you pay attention to what they are giving you. But see, that's where people, they don't think of the paying attention factor. They miss, they miss see something or they didn't fully hear it through or record it in the head and like, you know what, let me think about what he really meant by that. Because mm-hmm. the answer, they always give you the answer in the beginning. And if you don't already pick up the answer in the beginning, you start becoming what they would say, uh, everyday patient, more so to say. You, you're just, you're everyday, you're going to be the money making and all that. Because you're thinking this is your, you need it. This is your new drug now you're paying for it's like almost like you're paying for a drug yeah. or something like that you start to become dependent on that first when you start off uh, 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 it's alright it's alright but when more and more you start creating reasons why you need it that's where it hooks you it's the reasons why you need it and that's what therapy can become for some it's like hey some yeah, they need it in emotional level because they have a hard time receiving it the same way and understanding it the same way as family members or friends would try to tell you. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's perceived very differently because it's coming from people who care about you. So they're not willing to less likely manipulate you in order to get those same results as a therapist will be able to. And it takes some manipulation in order to get some results, yeah. I mean, in order, sometimes that's how they learn back in the day through uh, shock therapy, they would call it. <laughs> they were, it's ironic because that's what they did in shock therapy. Some people, they start off testing people's addictions, like I say, cigarettes. So each time the person was about to pick up a cigarette, they shocked the motherfucker. Each time he attempts to pick it up, he gets shocked. So to the point, he never wants to pick up a cigarette. Why? Yeah, because because mind's gonna think it's dangerous. You don't respond to pain. Yeah. They use the pain as compliance scenario. Now you got that motherfucker loyal to a damn pope. It's almost like slavery. How they did that. Whipping a slave when he does wrong to the point he don't want to do wrong because he don't want to feel that whip. The pain compliance. In therapy now, you ain't going to use pain compliance, but you start using the person's mind against them is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's where that old saying goes. Are you, you can become a slave of your own mind. Uh, normally, and especially if you have the right person who knows how to make the the thing you're a slave to work in their benefit. Then you becoming a, a, 
car that he only has the keys to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, I I could see that. Yeah, it could be a it could be a. I don't want to say dangerous, but more so like a. It could be a um, thing that kind of like kind of fucks you up to the point where it's like. In order to get answers I need or now every little thing I do, mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure it out. You know, if you don't have control, mm-hmm. you know, because, I mean, they have to, they have to be good. Uh-huh. And you, and you it's ain't like, paying them for nothing, but. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm not. And, and people don't don't get, you know, don't get um, in your fields and be like. Well, you guys are saying therapists are bad. No, not at all. Um, it's just... I don't want to call it lack of comprehension, but it's it's some type of blockade that's, you know, not allowing you to receive it from any other source. Mm-hmm. So, um... And that's why I say it's like, usually, it's a sense of ironic people who only don't want to receive it feel a sense of superiority over someone mm-hmm. that's the only people i see that don't know how to take other sources who are closest to them information because it's like i the feeling that i know more than you makes mm-hmm. them less likely to receive information from you and that where i say it becomes the ignorance of the intelligent person because it's like okay, you gotta t- you gotta realize first of all, even it with intellect, mm-hmm. you can become ignorant. It's like every scientist is ignorant too, even though they're very smart. Reason being because science revolves around knowing and the facts that's presented to them. So anything that is a possibility, if it's not presented to them in these two categories, is non-existent. Our periodic tables are all invented based off of what we, what science have encountered. We don't know. There could be still other elements. Mm -hmm. They're just going off of what they encountered the most really and they're taking that at face value that's where it's like probability and possibility they just going off of what is mostly the the highest probability rate that they encountered if it's one percent some would say well then it's non-existent hey one percent still means there's an existing sign of something new don't mean it ain't not there Shit, that's a damn bow-faced lie. <laughs> and 1%, hey, it's still a chance. It's just not the highest chance in the world, but it's still a chance. You're just going to be that anomaly. But, hey, you still got that slim chance. It's really is like still existing. And that's where I think what some people go wrong with, honestly, when it comes to listening to others that they and value it's a sense of superiority i remember my ex used to do that and she's a very smart lady but she seen i could tell she's seen herself smarter than me in her perspective because of all that she studied and what she learned over her period of time Mm -hmm. 
So, hey, but when it came to solving her own personal issues, it took her a while to listen to me. But I figured it out about her more than she quickly could. And I helped point her to the direction of improvement. See, even though she thought she was smarter, you'd be amazed. What people who you kind of look down on can see things more simpler than someone who's than the pedestal that you're left on. Like, and that's the one second thing about intellectual people. They see things on a different perspective. Mm -hmm. So a person who's not on that same level probably sees something probably simpler than you. They actually see it for what it is, but you're so over so much uh, things you're just looking around for Mm -hmm. that you're missing what's right before you. And that becomes a second problem. And that right there is where I say people, they tend to just ignore those who are closest to them because of that factor. They probably just see themselves morally superior than that person or intellectual than that person. So they just ignore. And uh, two, I feel like it's also a lack of trust. Because, I mean, when you can't trust people around you or even, you know, adhere to what they're saying, mm-hmm. it's you. obviously you don't trust them. It's something about what they're saying and mm-hmm. what you're not doing is a lack of trust. Oh, yeah. And um, hey, I, don't, I don't know where it stems from. Uh, maybe, like I said, that maybe that's where the therapist comes in. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like to a lot of I'm not saying that you have to find it on your own. Mm-hmm. But if you don't understand or um, know at least how to find some answers on your own, then you're going to be stuck because. Mm-hmm. It's some stuff like I I feel like a therapist can dive deep into a lot, but he can't teach you how to do stuff. He's actually making you teach yourself. Mm. It's like tutoring practically. And it's like one thing I don't see that he they probably can. I don't know how they would do it, but like loving yourself. Mm. How would a therapist teach you how to love yourself? Well, that's the thing. It's all on self reflection. They all that's honestly the nitty gritty. When you look at it, you're doing more reflecting. You're giving your problems and they having you to basically they ask you questions that you answer on your own. Primarily as we go, sometimes they give you advice, so it's not like they say go look for this advice. But what the person's missing is that you're answering your own questions at the end of the day. They're just giving you the questions to actually ask yourself. Mm-hmm. They said, "Well, why do you do this? Why is why is it that you think you react that way? Is it something in the past that disturb you? It's questions. The right, the questions, the right questions, honestly, that you can ask yourself. But many people 
they don't go in depth with themselves. That's facts. And that's the issue. It's just like how often do you think and let's just say for example yourself, do you think you go in depth when you ask yourself certain questions enough? Personally? Yeah. Yeah. And see, I feel like I do. And see, not many people even does that. Like me and myself, I try to I started doing that more often when I started just investing time and reading and understanding mm-hmm. a little psychology cuz I want to cuz I want one thing that I want to do is understand people. And self-reflection is is huge. Yeah. And then and I was like in order to understand I want to understand people that way I could better understand myself. That's what I told myself. I'll use that as a motivation to try to understand myself better. And then more and more I progressed, the more and more I did. And I started seeing the, seeing life for what it really is. And understanding how certain little simple things can start a motivation within me. And I started learning what can motivate me further. And it's like, all doing that by just learning. Learning and then applying these things that I learned to myself. We all got the tools, really. Mm-hmm. That's all really when I see... When I see therapy, churches, all it's really doing is just highlighting the tools that you have in your garage already. You have all the tools. They're just pointing what you should just asking you the right questions so you go to the right tool. That's just it. You have it all. You're just not going to the right ones to apply. That's just really what it is. Or just not using them at all. Motherfuckers just sitting there collecting cobwebs. But it's right there before you. It is right there. But not many people try to go. They they think they need other help. Probably they do. Hey. Probably they do. And they got no shame in that. Shit. Some people need tutoring. Mm-hmm. There ain't no shame in that. If you don't understand something, you need that one-on-one time. Because probably the class is not for you. Hey. Class is not for everyone. Right. Everybody operates and learns differently. We all flow differently. Shit. Sometimes we fuck differently. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Throw that in. <laughs> hey, it's just life. We all we're not meant to operate the same. Like, like why the hell I gotta operate the same as someone else? And no, that makes no damn sense. Shit, you ain't no damn machine. Shit, I, I wish that we would. All we gotta do is a software update, and we figured ourselves instantly right. out. That's simple life right Shit, there. If it was that easy, <laughs> you just update your software. Shit, you already a new improved person. You is low. <laughs> Man, Shit. but it, it definitely is. Um I I have to get back into it. Um uh my meditation and uh really reflecting. Taking time from social media and actually, you know, focusing on myself. Because we 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 occupy ourselves unnecessarily, right? Yeah, you know, um, and I do it hell of a lot. Um, but it's it's good to, you know, reflect. Reflecting, I I feel like is number one because there's so much shit that happens to us, and I'm not just ta- I'm not talking about a year. I'm not talking about a month in a day. Uh, that we can reflect on, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, like 
some somebody said something to you that didn't sit right with you, but you let it pass you by. Mm-hmm. You know, that can sit with you the whole day or, you know, and if you don't, if you don't address it, either address the person or address yourself on it and how you felt about it mm-hmm. and understand that I won't let that happen again. Mm-hmm. I don't like the way that made me feel. That can change your whole, you yeah. know, scenario on how you handle shit. You know, being passive aggressive is is definitely like throwing rocks yeah. in your sack, making shit heavy on yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. I feel like it's about nipping shit in the bud. Mm-hmm. That's and true. that's not being aggressive. That's being assertive. And that's mm-hmm. one of the things of being assertive. You know, you hear something, something is said about you. Somebody says something slick. They try to slide you and you address mm-hmm. it right then and there. Mm-hmm. But it's also learning how to pick and choose battles. Mm -hmm. That is big time facts. And it's like what I say, like, one thing, if you really want to understand yourself even further, like I tell, like I was saying one time previously, is that ask yourself why. Why is the most number one question any man can, any man or woman can ask themselves? That's annoying too. It's annoying too, yeah. It's a question that, and it's funny. Ironically, us as kids ask the most biggest profound question. When you think about it, we always ask why when we're kids, when we don't understand something or when we're trying to understand others, Mm -hmm. including ourselves. We always ask that why. That was the most profound, deepest question to a child to even think of asking. To even learn to keep that up. That's how you go knowledge and understanding is that question why. And when you ask yourself, why do I respond this way towards this? Mm-hmm. Why do I did I let that slide? You gotta ask yourself. And this. it's almost like asking yourself why is almost forcing an answer out of you. Mm-hmm. You know, just why not? And, and you reflect too. You do yeah. a lot of reflecting in your past, probably. It, what currently happened probably how you seen it was how it was presented mm-hmm. why is the biggest biggest thing like why that shit would change your life that that one word of a question why that shit would change your life for the better if you just ask yourself that every day that's facts it true that's the only thing that hell you want to carry whatever issues you got or understand it, ask yourself why you do it. And deeply look to the reason why. Mm-hmm. Don't look at the surface. Start digging deep. If you have to question each step that you dug or whatever you said after that and why you said that and all that, go in deep wise, shit. He said do so. Do so. Dive in there, shit. Because it's all beneficial towards you. It really is. Mm-hmm. You only officially learn how to swim when they be swimming in the deep end. That's when you know you know how to swim. Shoot, you, you, if you ain't able to dive in that deep water, they're going to rise up. Then you know you got you, you got to work on something. You got to work on it. That's just the only way. That's why you got to ask why. I mean, not many people do that in this day and time. Never ask themselves why, because they go off an impulse too much. And that's the issue in modern day times. It's too impulsive. Everybody's just 
impulsive in not a good way. Impulsiveness can work in a good benefit as you want to tackle on goals and certain things that you have achieved when guided correctly. But if you just being impulsive on your daily existing motherfucker, mm. goddamn, that becomes a problem. That, that's like, yo, okay, now you got to calm the fuck down, man. You can't be impulsive just buying a damn item on the store. Oh, shit, I got to get this item now. Nigga, you only got 30 bucks. Now, <laughs> item is 30, 29. You want to be left with a dollar? Man, I got to get it. And be impulsive and buy that shit. You left with $1. Shit. I ain't got money the next day. What shit? That, I mean, I, I can't even lie. I struggle with that sometimes. That shit is. It gets annoying, too. It, it like, is, because you like, why the fuck did I? Man. <laughs> you want to slap yourself I silly. I can't stand myself. And that's where it's like we, and you gotta challenge yourself. It's like you, it's like goals can even yeah create things that just challenges you not to do something. Whatever works to be your best disciplinary action, more mm-hmm. so to say. But yeah, man, it's interesting, man. It's just interesting these days and times, especially in the era where depression is an all time high. Oh yeah, man. Oh man. Um. Like I said, I um, I feel like I gravitate more to uh, people who are depressed because mm-hmm. it's something that I've never experienced. Um, there's a girl at where I work at, you know. Um, I wouldn't call her depressed. I'm not sure if she's depressed, but she her her energy level is definitely on an introvert type of loner type deal, mm. you know. And I kind of gravitate to that because it's almost like uh. I want to do the Goku, like, give me your energy, or I want to give mm-hmm. you some of my energy. <laughs> right. And, you know, so um, it's, I think it's more the curiosity of me wanting to understand where does that stem from, mm. you know? Yeah. And it's weird to me because I'm always like, you know, I don't let go, you know? I'm like, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. No, nah, let me see a smile. Let me, you know, you kind of pick at it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I definitely do want to understand where that stems from. Because I've never experienced depression. Um, any types of depression. And my mom said, she jokingly said, it's because I do too much. I move too much. But honestly, that's I feel right. like that's true. <laughs> I got issues. But hey, the more that's why I say you you'd be amazed. That's the cure usually to depression. That is the, the cure. Occupy yourself. Yeah. Come on, man. If you so occupied with work, then you got people to hang out with, you got hey ladies to be with, you got family, all these things. Your mean, time we don't mean like uh occupy yourself to where you're subsiding what you're going through but um Mm -hmm. like you gotta understand sometimes you can't overcome that by yourself so you surround yourself with with people Mm -hmm. like it's like you always gotta do something new it's really what it is that's what you got you ain't got no time to just sit there and Wallow in pity. No, try to go out and do something. Exactly. Achieve something. Set a goal. Get your ass out there and do Mm -hmm. something. 
Shoot, like I tell most guys, I'm like, y'all won't be depressed if y'all was out there trying to get some poo-tang right there. Exactly. Shit, that's just keeping it real with the fellas. Because that's all they getting depressed about, really, is just the poo-tang part. Mm -hmm. You give a depressed man poo-tang, he happy them motherfucker. What? I'm just saying shit. I don't know. You got me scared to the motherfucker. Like, but, uh... Halloween was just over with, brother. You just <laughs> sprung that bomb. I was like, God damn. I was like, yeah. I don't think that's the first thing. I think I was just seeing shit. But, uh, y'all... I thought it was from Friday 13th. <laughs> this has been a night. Um, it's the, you know, the freestyle cast. You know, we get down and dirty. Mm -hmm. Um, Y'all know where to hit us. We say it all the time. Uh, We're going to catch y'all next week. Peace.